What's up, people? Another episode of Just for Sports. I'm OK Davis here with you. I hope you're doing well on this Thursday. Getting ready for Thursday night football and the weekend of NFL talk. Yes, it's NBA preseason, but I feel like I got a lot of that out of my system already. I'm going to let some things play out a little bit and get back to the NBA. I'm excited to know that the Chiefs-Bucks game is going to stay in Tampa as Tampa is avoiding uh, Hurricane Ian's worst of it will not be hitting Tampa, so I'm also happy for my good friend and Bucks uh, talent. He's a reporter, in-game host, Casey Phillips. It's happy for her and everyone down there. I always follow very closely what the Bucks do uh, because I want to see good things happen for her. I'll talk. NFL in my picks, but first I want to talk about a good thing that happened in Major League Baseball yesterday, but I'm still kind of meh on it, and that's Aaron Judge. He hit his 61st home run. I actually had just turned on the television, and stupidly I flipped over to watch a little bit of uh, House of Dragons for like three minutes, and then I was like, oh yeah, I'll get you the game in in a second. So I watched like three minutes, and I was like, what am I doing? Let me watch the baseball game. And so I flip on MLB for coverage. You know, they do their cut-ins. And, of course, I just missed the home run as I turned it back on. And Because Aaron Judge wasn't that bad when I put on the, on the House of Dragons. I wasn't even paying attention to baseball at that moment. And I was like, oh, wait, base, baseball's on. And so just as Aaron Judge touched his home plate live is when I had turned it on. I was like, oh, man, I just missed it. But there, there wasn't an excitement for me as I watched the rest of the coverage with my, with my son actually sitting there. I just wasn't that excited because in my mind, and I know that people are going to have their, and their right to their opinions of who holds the record. That is 100% correct. There is a judgment here that some believe If he gets to 62, that Aaron Judge actually owns the all-time single-season home run record because they, Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, Barry Bonds, are all in that steroids era. Um, And it's so long ago that I actually was in Chicago when Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire... Uh, we're going back and forth in the home run race. I lived in Chicago then. I was witnessing it. And I sat there and my wife came down as they were still kind of talking about Aaron Judge. She was like, oh yeah, he hit the home run. And my wife used to be obsessed with baseball. Loved Alex Rodriguez. Uh, crazy story. My son was born on the same day as Alex Rodriguez, which I thought was really neat. For um, for her, because I know how much she was somewhat obsessed with him. She was his favorite player. Um, I know she had got to interview him later in her brief career in uh, college career in sports television. Um, and then my son, our oldest, who is playing baseball for the first time, 
his number randomly. I just said, hey, let's just see what number he picks. And he picked number three, which was Alex Rodriguez's number. So I said, when you come home, you got to show mommy your jersey and ask her uh, who wore that number. And of course, she immediately said, oh, A-Rod. I was like, yep, A-Rod. So I just think that there was some significance there that was really cool. But back to the original story. I sat there watching Aaron Judge and the celebration of him hitting 61 home runs. In the back of my mind, I just don't see it that way. Now, I am very disappointed in what happened with the steroids era, and I wish that they did not taint the game. I really do. But baseball is no joke. The hand-eye coordination that is needed to actually connect with a baseball, with your bat, a wooden bat, and then hit it 400 yards away, doesn't matter if you took steroids or not. Most people cannot do that. They simply can't. And so I think this celebration of Aaron Judge getting 61 home runs, okay, it's great in that he's the first American League player to do so in 61 years since Roger Maris did it. That's wonderful. 61 years since Roger Maris got the record of 61 home runs. Giancarlo Stanton got to 59 in 2017. It's funny, when I saw Jimmy Fox on the list, I was thinking of Jamie Fox. I was like, Jamie Fox on that list? No, that's not it. But Ryan Howard got to 58 in 2006. A-Rod got to 57 in 2002. Ken Griffey got to 56 a couple of times. The season before, Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire got their record, but in the same season as, season as Sammy Sosa hit 66 home runs, Ken Griffey Jr. hit 56. But Barry Bond sits atop the list with 73 home runs that he hit in 2001 on 664 plate appearances. That is the least amount of player, play, uh, excuse me, plate appearances for anyone that amazingly Mickey Mantle with 54 home runs got 54 home runs in 646 plate appearances and he is all the way down tied for 21st on the list. You also think about left-handers. Barry Bonds is the only left-hander with more than 61 home runs. Roger Maris, 61. Babe Ruth, 60. Babe Ruth, 59. That was in 1927 and 1921. Now, if you want to talk about a span between hitting that many home runs, a six-year difference between Babe Ruth's 59 and his 60, that, that's an accomplishment. But as my wife sat on one side of the couch and said, look, I don't count Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, and Sammy Sosa because they took steroids. And I said, yeah, but you still got to have hand-eye coordination. Okay, maybe it's a little extra muscle. Maybe it helped them recover some. And I know there's a difference between steroids that helps you recover from an injury and anabolic steroids that are making you huge and much stronger and you get stronger faster. All of that stuff I know goes into it. But none of that changes the hand-eye coordination. And that's what I'm talking about. 
I'm talking about the lack of respect that I think has been given to Sammy and McGuire and Barry Bonds for what they accomplished. Now, should they be in the home run? I mean, excuse me, in the home run. Should they be in the Hall of Fame? No. Should they be a part of conversation of saying that they hit these home runs? I think they should. Or just wipe them from the books. You can't say, oh yeah, they hit 73, so that's a home run record, but we're not going to count it. If you're not going to count it, just wipe it away and say that Aaron Judge has a chance to be the to sit atop that list at 62. He's got, what, seven more games to hit another home run to take that lead. At least in the American League, he will sit atop the American League because Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, and Barry Bonds were in the National League. But there's something about it that I have an issue with that I think that it should be taken into account that if nothing else, it took that hand-eye coordination to get to 73 home runs for Barry Bonds, to get to 70 for Mark McGuire, to get to 66 for Sammy Sosa. I mean, one month when I was in Chicago, Sammy Sosa hit 20 home runs in a month. It was insane. It was magical. It was electric. The city was on fire. I'm still upset. As much as at the time I didn't know he was taking steroids, although some people said he was. I remember I had a, a Sammy Sosa t-shirt that I don't know what happened to it, but it was the first t-shirt I bought when I went to a game at Wrigley Field. And I worked for WGN, so we used to get free tickets to games. And, you know, I'd walk to W to uh Wrigley Field from WGN on a nice summer day. It's like a, I'm going to say 15, 20 block walk. I get off at Addison, Addison Road. I would take the bus to work. And then sometimes I walk back if I was going to a game. And sometimes I worked a couple of Cubs games. I worked the Cubs game when Kerry Wood came back from injury. And they asked me, hey, do you, can you work the radar gun? So I sat in the like six rows from the backstop and I was marking, uh, was on the speed gun, checking carry wood speed. And then all of the scouts that were sitting next to me, if you see like 12 faces, just turn and look at me, what do you pitch? And I'd be like 97, 96, 99, a hundred, whatever it is. I don't remember what it was. It was so long ago. But in the end, I still believe that we have to honor Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, and Sammy Sosa. We can put an asterisk next to them, but we can't say they didn't hit those home runs. We simply can't. And especially, now I'm not saying he took anything whatsoever, but you see how big Aaron Judge is, and you're like, okay, can you get that big naturally? Maybe you can. You probably can. There are probably a bunch of people in this world that can do that. But you can't help but think about that with him. What if you find out a year from now, oh, we tested Aaron Judge. Who knows? Major League Baseball may be testing Aaron Judge now. Hey, right after he hits the 61st home run, hey, we, we need you to pee in the cup. We need to test your urine. And that it won't be public for a little bit. In the, in the end, I think it is important to still recognize Barry Bonds for his accomplishments. And same for McGuire. And same for Sammy Sosa. That's all I got to say about that. All right? I'm moving on. I hope Aaron Judge gets to 62. Maybe even 63 or 64. I mean, that's a long shot with the amount of games left. But that's my... that You know, whatever. More power to Aaron Judge. 
Okay, more power to Aaron Judge. Let's move on to the National Football League. Now, what happened this week? I think when you think of this Thursday night football game in Cincinnati, it was really funny that the Dolphins knew that some fans were watching and they added a 12th man to their practice at the University of Cincinnati to fool the people watching. I'm happy that the Chiefs-Bucks game will be able to be played in Tampa as it should be. Um, so I am really excited about that. What I'm not excited about is once again, I'm struggling in my picks. I'm struggling in fantasy football, although I thought I had a good team. And one of these days I'm going to hit on this parlay and it's going to make it all worth it. It's going to make it all worth it. I know it is, but I know you don't want to hear me wax poetic on the National Football League and who is... Uh, I just feel like you want to hear the picks. And I'm going to give you my picks. So here we go. Starting with Thursday Night Football, Bengals are hosting the Dolphins. I am going to take the Bengals at minus four. The, the Dolphins are on short rest. Um, I think this will be their first loss of the season as the Bengals right the ship. At home, I'm taking the Bengals at minus four. Vikings, Saints, I'm taking the Vikings at minus three. Bears, Giants, the Giants are favored at minus two and a half. I'm going to take the Bears at plus two and a half. Jets, Steelers, the Steelers are favored as minus three. I don't know what I'm going to get out of the Jets, but then I feel like I don't know what I'm going to get out of the Steelers. But I'm going to take the Steelers at minus three. Titans, Colts. Now, what to think of this game? Both the Titans and Colts last week kind of righted the ship, if you will, showed some life uh, that would have been definitely, definitely on life support if they had lost that game. I am going to take the Titans at minus three and a half. Commanders at the Cowboys. I'm going to take the Cowboys at minus three and a half. The Commanders, they're not commanding anything. And that was an embarrassment hosting the Eagles in Washington. It's pretty much a Philadelphia home game. Seahawks at the Lions. Lions are favored at minus four. I'm going to take the Seahawks at plus four. Buffalo Bills at the Ravens. Now, I expect the Ravens to show out in this game. I expected the Bills to win last week. They did not. There is no doubt in my mind that the Ravens are going to be on fire. They want to prove in this game that they are at the same level of the Bills, at least going into this season, and probably not excited they are not favored at home. I think Lamar Jackson is going to do his thing, but, 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 it's all up to the defense because every week so far, the Ravens offense has proven that they are on fire. I'm taking the Ravens at plus three. Browns at the Falcons. Falcons plus one. I will take the Falcons at home. Jaguars at the Eagles. Now, Doug Peterson going back to Philadelphia may not be a big thing. Maybe the players don't care about it. I bet the Eagles do. I bet Jalen Hurts will. I imagine the Eagles will win this game, but I think it's going to be tighter than we think. I'm going to take the Jags at minus, excuse me, at plus six and a half. Chargers at the Texans. I'm going to take the Chargers at minus five. No, check that. I'm taking the Texans at plus five. That's what I actually thought. That was my initial gut check pick. And I'm trying to make these gut check picks. 
Cardinals at the Panthers. The Cardinals are the underdog at plus one and a half. I'm going to take the Cardinals. Patriots at the Packers. Packers are favored at minus nine. I'm going to take the Packers. The Broncos at the Raiders. I don't know in this game. The Raiders are 0-3. Will they ever get a win? The Broncos aren't playing that well. Even with Russell Wilson as their quarterback, I think they're just not in sync. I'm going to take the Raiders to bounce back. I'm taking them at minus two and a half. The Chiefs at the Buccaneers. As I mentioned, this game maybe was going to move, but it's going to stay in Tampa. But I'm going to take the Chiefs at plus one. And then on Monday night, Rams at the 49ers. Boy, I don't. I just didn't like the way the 49ers looked in that last game. Unfortunately, the greatest offensive lineman to play in my mind, ever, but definitely currently in the league, and Trent Williams is hurt, I'm going to take the Rams at plus one and a half. So here are my parlay picks. Rams plus one and a half, Chiefs plus one, Raiders minus two and a half, Packers minus nine, Cardinals plus one and a half, Texans plus five, Jaguars plus six and a half, Falcons plus one, Ravens plus three, Seahawks plus four, Cowboys minus three and a half, Texans plus three and a half, Steelers minus three, Bears plus two and a half, Vikings minus three, and Bengals minus three. And those are my picks for week four in the NFL. And that'll do it for a little bit of a shorter edition of Just for Sport. Just shorter. I'm Jamoke K. Davis. Hope you enjoyed it. Ciao for now. Enjoy your weekend. Are you looking for a better way to play player props or daily fantasy sports? Well, look no further than Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the leading over-under daily fantasy game. Why? Because it's so easy to use and win. You can make your picks in under 30 seconds and win up to 10 times your money in one day. Right now, we have a special offer for our viewers and listeners of the Just for Sport podcast. All you have to do is sign up now and use the promo code JFORSPORT and prize picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Yep, that's right. They'll match your first deposit up to $100. So join the over 150,000 others who found a better way to play and download the prize picks app today. 